you don't have to have a particular title to participate. There are those that come from startup companies. There are those that are established executives. And it's always nice to showcase people's personality outside of their title. Hello there and welcome to the My Future Business Show. As you know, my name's Rick Nusky. I'm the host and I always like to say I'm the luckiest person in the world because I truly am. Now, on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming founder and ambassador for CreativeCircle.com, Sasha Legault. Welcome to the show, Sasha. Hi, Rick. Thank you for having me. Yes, look, having you back, should we say. Um, we've been um, obviously very lucky to have you on the show with us in the past. And today we're going to be talking about um, the progress that's been made at Creative Circle, where writers, authors and artists go to connect and share their message with the world. But um, given that the show has grown so much since, I think it was over a year ago now that we spoke, Sasha, um, I think it's important to go over some of the, I guess, the foundational parts of a call so that people get to know you a little bit better. So where are you calling in from today? I hail from the United States. Yes. And so does creativecircle.com. And given the nature of the platform, there are talents all over the world that I've had the privilege of crossing paths with to date. So you name most of the countries and the continents, uh, there is a very healthy, diverse, and intellectual representation. Absolutely. Now, when you're not working, Sasha, do you like to take some time away? And what do you enjoy doing? Well, in the recent years, I like to go out when I'm a little bit curious about uh, investing in different businesses. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I had taken on for other people, it might be a line of work for me, it had become a side hobby, was the reselling business. Oh. I know even before the pandemic and all, I had heard a lot about it, that people take their existing items, whether it's in their home, their wardrobe, or they go out and they start investing in buying things and then reselling them. Oh, yes. And I was a bit curious about it. I don't know how popular it is in different parts of the world that during the last few years, I had become a customer in order to understand what is it, how does it work? and then also flipped it around to try it out as a vendor. So yes, it's wow. been a very healthy experience. Is that like arbitrage? Is that what that is? Like you buy it for a lower price and sell it at a higher price? I guess that would be it. Well, there are people who do that as a career. I did not go out to buy new things. <laughs> I, my goal was just to offload everything that I had because I like to engage in minimalism, keeping things simple, invest in quality, and then take care of it. I think there's some uh, some um, sage advice to be taken away there. Keeping things simple in such a complex world that we live in today, Sasha. How do you find minimalism? Do you, you does it help you to feel free? I started practicing it about seven eight years ago. I did not know that there was actually a term to it, and it's not anything uh, stereotypical where people think you're watching every penny or you're not living your life. Mm. The focus has to do with putting putting more emphasis on quality, making every moment count and making every resource that you have count. And there's less uh, baggage that you carry around, literally and <laughs> metaphorically. Yes. And often <laughs> people start focusing on their physical space, out of sight, out of mind. But then there are people who like to just shrug everything underneath the rug or find that room and hide everything. And I've always been someone who's been mindful of what I do have to take care of it. And I'm a big believer in paying it forward. 
Absolutely great feedback. Now, you talked about, uh, you know, keeping in mind certain things about your own life and what makes you feel, I guess, better about um, who you are. And does that include your health, your well-being and your mindset and things like that? What do you do to, to stay fit and healthy? Oh, absolutely. Because that goes beyond the literal materialism, things that are tangible. Ultimately, I worked myself up to focusing on the mindset. Because everything that is reflected back at us in our life is a culmination of what we're holding on to or what we're holding back from accepting. And it makes me very mindful to be in the moment. And I know once upon a time it was a buzzword Mm. before I even knew what it was. (laughs) Therefore, it comes down to how how do you invest your time? And it's very important for people to start thinking about what an investment is versus an expense. When you invest in your health, you're going to be mindful of what you put in your body because you're going to get a return on investment. Mm. What are mm. you? How are you feeding your mind? Either it's going to make you calm, it will make you perhaps more knowledgeable, or it might stress you out. Therefore, we're responsible for the information that we feed our body, what we put in our body, how do we surround ourselves with. Are you, what type of environment are you in? Are you around people who are going to help you build yourself up? Yeah. Or are you around people who are going to break you down? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very interesting. I always like to think about my own kids and how they're, I guess, uh, overlooking those little things in, in life that really make a difference because they've got an abundance of time. And we seem to go through life and we start to grow up and our perspectives change, our values change, what's important to us changes. Now, that being the case, who do you remember that was in your life as you were growing up that really had an impact on you, do you think? Oh, my I would say starting from the core base, my own mom, Mm -hmm. because she has endured all different types of life experiences. And regardless of everything that she has lived through, she has maintained a soft heart. And that's something my mom has always told me, no matter where you are, what you're doing, make sure not to ever give up that soft heart. Absolutely. That's great feedback. Now, I know that uh, we all go through daily routines and I I personally get up quite early in the morning. Are you an early riser and what's a daily uh, routine look like for you? Well, for me, it varies due to the type of professional commitments I have. Mm -hmm. On one day, it could start off at 4 a.m. and then I could run through very easily between 16 to 18 hours. Wow. And then there might be another day where I'm starting out a bit more later in the evening, and then I'm going to run through and watch the sun come up. And then almost when it will set, it might be time for me to To step back. Yeah, absolutely. Now, given that and, you know, that ability to, I guess, shift and move with, I guess, how you feel, is it important for you to to say, hey, look, I really need some relaxation time once in a while away from your business? Oh, absolutely. I believe that a lot of the great ideas that have come to me that I got to try out have come when I'm busy living my life, mm-hmm. not seated at a desk or staring out the window. And most of the days I make sure that my body is in literal motion mm-hmm. because if you don't use it, you lose, you lose it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know that, uh, uh, funny enough, I get my best ideas when I'm in the shower. Do you have a, a certain process that you go through out of a daytime or a nighttime, for that matter, where you where you get ideas? And where do you get your ideas from? 
I well, a shower is a good place. It could be when you're working out <laughs> yep. or when you're going out for a long walk. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned is that not to ever be fearful of having that moment of silence. Mm-hmm. Just being being at one with yourself. Yes, because once upon a time, I didn't realize how much noise I would be surrounded by, and that had become normal. And I know there are people I've met that cannot spend a day alone. Now, fortunately, I have family that keeps me grounded and sane. Beautiful. Yep, yep, absolutely. Now, I know that all of us have, you know, just to, I guess, expand that conversation about how we think and see and, and view our world. Um, I know that technology has a has a big part to play in, I guess, the way we see things. And I feel like there's a, an increasing sense of anxiety that, um, surrounds us just by picking up a mobile phone. Do you often find yourself trying to push technology to the side and just be free of, free of it for a while? Believe it or not, I only engage in technology to the degree I need to professionally mm-hmm. because on my personal time, I will probably be speaking to uh, only family and yeah. they know how to uh, get hold of me and interact with me. Otherwise, you won't see me. I'm not a I'm not big on texting. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on doing emails outside of work. Majority yep. of the communication, I make sure that it's in a more intimate face-to-face fashion, if possible. Love it. Yep. That's the way to go if we can. You know, that, um, you know when you do have a down day, Sasha, or if you do have down days and, you, and you're really struggling to get going or that, that motivation may not be there or your mindset's not in the right place, what do you do to push through those moments? Well, on days where I have to write, I just know I have figured out step back, go out for fresh air and come back. And if you're still in that mode of you don't want to write and there's no deadline, don't force yourself to do it. Now, I've also discovered in the recent years that when I have deadlines to meet, I also end up producing very good work. Ah, yeah. (laughs) You will get it done when you need to, won't you? Right, but I have to get my business papers out or anything that has to do with a third party, just sit down and I could knock out the same product only better in 20 minutes or less compared to booking time on the calendar and just riding through the hour and a half. Yeah, that's wonderful. I I, I learn uh, a lot from the books I read and sometimes they're audio books, sometimes they're hardback. Do you like reading a book and how do you learn the best? What's the best way for you? I believe that uh, there may be a misconception that I may not read and at times I get teased by certain people. But (laughs) I'm a positive nerd. Once upon a time, I had such a huge library, a physical library, Mm -hmm. that I had to offload it because it could not keep up with everywhere I went in life. But majority of the reading that I do, I read a lot every day, whether it comes through third parties who are producing content mm-hmm. and you're on their list of receiving and reviewing pitches, uh, reading manuscripts. Uh, I am a fan of reading more nonfiction than fiction. Yes, me too. And I don't know, once upon a time, I used to be encouraged to enter writing competitions for fiction, and I have won. (laughs) Do not ask me how to explain that. (laughs) Because you weren't too focused on it, maybe. But tell me, Sasha, you know, everybody has, I believe, one superpower, the thing they do really, really well. What do you think yours is? 
I am big. I, I appreciate people who are organized mm -hmm. because I like to be organized. And also I like to take it one step further. There has to be a purpose behind what are you doing and why? Yes, absolutely. Now, if we wake up of a day and there's no point to our life, we wonder what makes life worthwhile. So what is it for you? What, what gets you up in the morning? What gets you motivated? What, what makes life worthwhile? I keep on returning to my knowledge because every day is different. And mm -hmm. I believe that there's still hopefully a, a good portion of life to be lived, but also to contribute. Absolutely. And when you reach a point where you're in a situation where you could not only contribute, but help other people contribute, mm -hmm. it's a good feeling. Now, you and I, Sasha, we've had some fantastic conversations about business in the business space in that context in the past. But for context, would you mind sharing with us a, um, a little bit about your educational and professional background? Sure. I come from a business background. Mm -hmm. A majority of my niche focuses on various types of business management mm -hmm. and, and within that uh, global management. Therefore, I have experience working in uh, startup companies, established organizations, private public sector. And through each of those roles, once upon a time, I've been able to extract value. And I always tell people, it doesn't matter what you do in life, what you put in is what you'll get out of it because I went through a path of how will all of these dots connect? And at that time they were not connecting, but eventually as you keep living, mm -hmm. you discover that everything that you've gone through is there to serve a purpose and it gets packaged into a more a viable opportunity which I'm living through at the moment. Yes, fantastic. Thank you so much. And that uh, is a really good segue for us to shift gears and start talking in some detail about Creative Circle. Tell us a little bit about the idea for Creative Circle and where it came from. I actually, initially, I had the name for it. It was supposed to come out to be a different type of platform that would focus more on self-development and solely entertainment at that time. Mm -hmm. But for one reason or another, I did not have the bandwidth. Therefore, I did not take it a few steps further. And then, of course, in the recent years, when life forced us to slow down a bit, I got to revisit the opportunity. I actually had put it out there on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and about two weeks in, uh, before the highest bidder would get their hands on it, I pulled it off the market. And oh. I said, actually... I want to develop this idea, and I have to clarify this This specific creativecircle.com is that independent platform compared to all the other comparable names that may uh, be out in America understood. or internationally speaking. Yep. So I said, why not develop it? It's a good opportunity at the moment for people who are looking for they want to share their message, whether you're a creator, innovator, whether you're an executive whether you are a student, uh, young or elderly, everybody out there goes out and creates things, whether they acknowledge it or not. Mm -hmm. Go about living your life and pay attention to the products, the services. And it might not be a product or service. It might be an idea out yep. there that you're partaking in. Somebody came up with it and was nice enough to share it with people that small local communities grow into a global community. And I said, why not put it out there? I already have the background of 
being a messenger. And if people are interested in participating, I welcome their engagement. Absolutely. And you are a great participator. I know that uh, the work that I've seen on creativecircle.com, and that is a K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E, not C. So that's Creative Circle with a K. Um, I know that you've done a great deal of work with a multitude of different industries. And um, I guess, who's an ideal guest for Creative Circle? I know you've touched on a few in industry sectors, but who are you seeing mainly so far? I would say the ideal participant would be someone who has enough experience and knowledge in a certain type of craft. As long as they understand what they are communicating and it brings positivity on a global platform it doesn't have to do with political correctness at all mm -hmm. uh, there are there is a fair representation of people who have come from the scientific field the medical field uh, you don't have to have a particular title to participate there are those that come from startup companies there are those that are established executives and it's always nice to showcase people's personality outside of their title your title is what you do, but how do you go out and earn a living? We all have been taught to make a living, but how do we go out and earn it? Yes. Yes. How do we behave in the real world? Yes. And I'm a student in that department because I had to learn how to uncondition myself outside of all of these paradigms that society projects onto us. And I have to remember that I'm a human being, therefore every day I'm learning how to be human. I love it. That's so great. <laughs> I've heard that some time ago and I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, I wonder, you know, what's some of the, what is the main format on, uh, for being on Creative Circle? Is it, is it text? Is it, what is it? There is a variation of formats and I'm sure it will evolve with time. One of them has to do with article interviews. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to be a certain type of writer, it, you hit the gold mine because you will receive more uh, opportunities to showcase that work even through other platforms that are the affiliates mm -hmm. it could be article interviews there's a basic interview very in-depth interviews then there is that having the option of choosing from a menu of various audio interviews you want to do great yep so and then there is that video option, which there's a wait list for at the moment. <laughs> well, that's good to be busy. Now, I think you touched on this earlier, but just to make it very um, sure and certain for the listeners today, Sasha, um, you invite local, national or international guests or all the above? All of the above. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it emanates from the United States does not mean that we do not have uh, representation from other parts of the world. Our top contributors come from the United States, Europe, Australia, mm -hmm. we have New Zealand, and then there's a trailing list of countries. How blessed are we to have the technology to be sitting literally halfway across the world from each other and still contributing to each other's um, value adding and helping each other's businesses grow? How does that make you feel? I feel very blessed because when I started out, and I know I'm, I've referenced that story a while back, was I wasn't thinking about what's going to happen 10 years from then because mm -hmm. I was in survival mode. And it's wonderful to see that technology has evolved and technology is a tool like any other. It could, it could heal society or it could, <clears throat> excuse me, 
uh, it could introduce you to the pitfalls of society. And I'm fortunate that I've been able to use it more to help other people out in the process as mm -hmm. I continue growing as a person and a professional. That's wonderful feedback. Thank you so very much, Sasha. Now, I've gone through your website numerous times. I've seen some amazing guest names in the interview list. Tell us a little bit about what you talk about and the format. Let's say it's a, um, a text-based interview amongst the others that you offer. But just in the case of this example, how does the, I guess, the interview format flow and what sort of sections do you take a, a guest through? Typically, when prospective candidates pitch their work, uh, and I'll often make it known that just because they can, they are in a position to transact mm -hmm. with money does not automatically mean that they might be the right candidate. Because if we cannot help promote your message, what value is it for you to make that investment? Of and course. I always say it is an investment, not an expense. The only time things in life are our expense is if the person doesn't think it through and then they don't engage in it, then of course you're not going to get a return on investment. No, absolutely not. But going back to your question, uh, for example, a candidate will pitch their idea. They might be coming out with a new uh, business, product, service, or it might be just an idea that they got patented. And based off the parameters that they set on what they want to showcase, that is the information that I'm going to work with. And that's where I ha I bring my childlike curiosity to ask questions. And regardless of all the places that I have worked, I always make it known I don't ask questions that I would not want to be asked. Ask yourself, <laughs> absolutely. It seems to me, though, that your focus, Sasha, is on helping people promote their message, getting them in front of their best audience, keeping them there, which is a huge thing in the online space nowadays. But um, given the, I guess, the different types of conversations that you must have, how do you leverage the topics that you talk about, let's say education and entertainment? There are very few instances, and I believe this is pretty much early on in my career, but not through this platform where there were topics that were entertained just for sheer entertainment value because mm -hmm. people are going to uh, stay on the radio lines for two hours and that is what the audience wants and I had taken a step back and I realized that entertainment is great but for somebody like me who needs mental stimulation I'm as much as I am giving and there's entertainment I'm not receiving anything and it has to be a comparable engagement receiving in terms of satisfaction that yes. there has to be some educational value that are these people coming back tomorrow are they going to be better in terms of how they're going about living their life what type of professional they are you don't even have to be a business person to look at it from am i growing in life and yep. for those reasons i would step back and take a hiatus because i did not want to become my audience no, I, I respect my audience enough that I want them to grow and I want them to move forward. Because if you could easily give me two hours on the radio for entertainment value, think of what else you could do with two hours. Yes, in terms of maybe an educational focus for, 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 any, for people of any age, Is, would that be fair? Yes, I have had the privilege of interviewing young children as young as at the age of seven to nine and oh, they're amazing. doing their own book launches and it's amazing either their parent or their professional agent will accompany them therefore i believe i have worked 
at least in the interviewing space with candidates that are as young as five. Wow. <laughs> going all the way up to early 90s. And it, it's very endearing. But at the same time, I recall there was one candidate who I did not know this, but senile enough that they had forgotten to call into the radio show, <laughs> oh, a live radio show. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think on two or three occasions, and the grown children are calling in, apologizing. <laughs> so there is that lighthearted, humbling element to it that people are working and coexisting with other people. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a real um, credit to you, the work that you're doing with that such a wide, I guess, uh, spectrum of age groups. Now, I just want to touch very quickly, given the age of five and above, how do you think kids nowadays, the next generation are grasping technology? Do you think they're better at it than you and I ever will be? I Actually, I was having this conversation last night with a third party, and I said, imagine what will become of the children that are five years old today, and they find it normal to have an iPhone. Imagine their expectations 10, 15 years from now, because they're thinking that all of this technology was normal for everybody else that preceded them. Yeah, forever. And I look back and I go, I am very glad that I missed the cutoff with all of this technology and I still got to live my life where I had to go out and face people, look them in the (laughs) eyes, learn how to communicate. Uh, It is okay to have a difference in opinion. How Mm. do you work through conflict? Mm -hmm. Uh, All of those life skills. And I know that I often work to some degree in the communication space, but I also harp about it. And I go, the quality of communication is going down at such an exponential pace. Isn't it? Yes. I am not pleased with it. No, look, it's certainly um, something that we can work collectively towards. Even with the use of technology, I think there's some really good benefits to embracing technologies, but also cutting off some where it's appropriate. Now, tell me a little bit about Um, Creative Circle, whether or not it's a good platform for launching new content or even repurpose content. Is it good for that? Absolutely. Because when you come out with creative ideas, I believe the true creative ideas are uh, timeless and priceless. So whether you spoke on this topic 20 years ago uh, and you want to re-enter and merge within the markets, Mm -hmm. I believe it's never too late to bring your revive the content that you've already produced, created, and you may feel that it might not have value. I believe all most information out there does have value. And I'm speaking in the context of presentation, because I also talk about there's a lot of information out there, a lot of bad information out there, (laughs) and you have to be mindful that information is only as credible as the source. So I'm not telling people how they should take liberty of applying information, but if you are someone who has a portfolio of work and you want to showcase it, it would be a viable platform to entertain your message because the reach of creativecircle.com at the moment is global and there are more contributors who inquire if their portfolio and what the service is. And I have to be very transparent that because it is an investment, Mm. uh, it's not one size fits all. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I guess uh, the door's not necessarily open for everywhere uh, for everyone because you need to be a good fit to uh, go onto the Creative Circle. And uh, Sasha will be sharing the details of how to uh, connect with her in a moment. So I guess that's a good uh, segue once again into the process behind becoming a guest. What does somebody have to do? Interested candidates are welcome to go to creativecircle.com. Uh, just take a look. A lot of this audio stuff is not linked directly to there, but mm -hmm. for some that have participated in the article interviews, if you click, it will take you to their profile. Otherwise, uh, you could take a look on Google. And as I just reiterated earlier that there are other creative circles. So if it doesn't say creativecircle.com, Yep. then you may be looking at some other some other uh, site yes now in terms of um, providing a pitch now i think there's a bit of an art form to pitching somebody uh, like yourself or the creative circle in general what sort of information should be in a pitch when they send it through i'm glad you brought this up because i was thinking of coming up with a separate video of do's and don'ts of pitching oh yeah <laughs> And that information could be used to pitch anywhere in on any platform. Do not send any message with your name and just saying you're interested because those words mean nothing. <laughs> you have to be more articulate with <laughs> who are you, what are you interested in showcasing, and what type of engagement are you looking for. And all of the rules are very clearly laid out on the FAQs, which is a separate page on creativecircle.com, frequently asked questions. And if you go and look on the contact page, uh, some people have a sense of humor, so they pick up on it because <laughs> you will be explicitly asked if you read the directions and then did you read the directions again? <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> I had a bit of a giggle. Now, how long does it normally take after a pitch is received for you to, or your, your uh, offsiders to get back to somebody who's interested? What happens? I would say typically the ones that qualify, they may hear back uh, most likely between 48 to 72 hours. That's not bad at all, considering how busy you must be. So if you're on today's call and you want to uh, get involved with the Creative Circle, I certainly um, hope that you do. Sasha is fantastic. At, that would be at creativecircle.com. That's K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E, circle.com, no spaces, creativecircle.com. And with all that being said, Sasha, I always love having you on the My Future Business Show. It's been such a wonderful treat to have you back. And thank you again for joining me on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you, Rick.